Well, Dumb Action January is still rolling along. And now we're on a stop that a lot of people seem to be pretty interested in. We're going to be talking about the 80s classic Kurt Russell, Sly Stallone, playing Tango and Cash. We're talking about it. We're definitely going to get in it. We're going to get in some really 80s shit here. <laughs> on, a, on a very uh, rocket launcher on Station Wagon edition of The Review. <laughs> Review. High five! Tease it. Teasing it. <laughs> to leave you. Don't we gotta leave him hanging. Gotta leave him the hanging. The show. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the review review, a show where two small town dudes give you our big, two dumb opinions. <laughs> I was gonna go with something and then I lost it halfway through. Uh, I of course am Troy to the cash extreme. Right, Tango. <laughs> Today we are going over apparently fan favorite. Yeah. Tango and Cash. Lots of people just getting in our DMs being like, <laughs> thank God you guys are finally doing Tango and Cash. And we're like, you um, know it. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but literally in the same week, we had multiple people say, you guys should do Tango and Cash. <laughs> People, so I don't even think they knew each other. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> this brought them together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why don't we? Never seen it. Yeah. Always knew what it was. Kind I, already, of. I already kind of have a opinion spoiler from you because you couldn't hold back. <laughs> I'll let, we'll, we'll let you know if it was negative or positive. Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> um. So there you have it. That'll be coming top, top of the, of the hour. hour. You'll leave you titillated. So many you'll have, you'll be more titillated than the tits in this movie. God. <laughs> well, why don't we jump in and wet the whistle with a little bit of news of the week? I'll start with Netflix. Hey, bum-bum. Uh Netflix. Uh, streaming juggernaut. Got to say that every single time. <laughs> they We're bound me. by contract. <laughs> they pay me to, to say, say it. streaming juggernaut. Uh, <clears throat> they actually got the rights to a quite an intriguing uh, series of films. Oh my! As of recently, they have the rights to stream all of the Studio Ghibli films. Oh wow! The uh, highly acclaimed uh, animes from japan yeah molly is super into these and i honestly a few of them. haven't seen any of them but yeah. i always have wanted to because i just hear they're great oh yeah molly's super into i they're okay i i, they, I, I to, assume they gotta be your taste yeah, yeah it's always hard for me to get into like anime type movies but like yeah. i can see i can see the the, the draw of them yeah i actually well i actually there's a guy i follow on youtube he named captain christian and for whatever reason, he hasn't come out with an episode in, like, the last year. Yeah. Except for one that was about, like, Studio Ghibli animation and, like, Disney animation compared yeah. to one another. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome. Like, he makes great videos yeah. in general. Well, but Studio it, Ghibli, they're like a they're like a offshoot of Disney, I think. Which is weird that Disney Plus wouldn't have it, because I think you're yeah. right. 
But um, just the amount of detail and the craftsmanship that they put in their animation compared to, like, a Disney animation, even, like, the high, highly acclaimed big-budget ones. Yeah. I'm, like, hand-drawn it, not, like, their 3D ones or whatever. Yeah. But is like, night and day. He shows, like, um, a still frame, or not a still frame, but, like, a clip of each one. And, like, in a Ghibli movie, it'll show just, like, People in the background have their own shit going on, and every there's moving parts everywhere. Yeah. And then in a in like they showed a, a clip from Beauty and the Beast, where Gaston is kind of chasing Belle throughout town, and in the background it looks like it's just like South Park animation of people just like jumping around the screen, <laughs> like you don't notice it because you're only focused on Gaston and Belle. Yeah. But in the background, it's just like the fucking lowest common denominator animation ever <laughs> and you're like holy shit i've never noticed that before oh, shit. and just like the sound that they put in it is yeah. just like haunting and he also said that too there's like two versions of it like a like a japanese and english dubs yeah and you probably should always watch it in the japanese original language with subs yeah because they change some of the music and some of the atmospheric sounds when it goes over to an English dub that yeah. changes, like, the mood of the movie or whatever. Yeah. I think I, I think me and Molly watched Howl's Moving Castle dubbed because like, Christian Bale plays Howl in it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. But I don't know. It's, like, I... Maybe I'll have to, like, watch it again, but I don't know. Like, she gets so excited for them, and I'm like, eh, this is okay. Yeah. Well, again, I've never seen one, yeah. but... She really wants... They have, like, a... So she's been obsessed with uh, this one called Grave of the Fireflies, because uh-huh. she's never seen it before, and we just found that it's on Hulu. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she wants to see it, but she also doesn't want to watch it, because she heard it's, like, the most depressing Studio Ghibli movie ever made. <laughs> and this is, like, a studio that, like, one of their movies involves... Uh, a girl being abducted by a bunch of creatures to be a slave in like a weird underground amusement park. Jesus. <laughs> what are these movies? <laughs> yeah. They're pretty fucked, some of them. Cool. I'm into it. Um, but that's it. That's all I pretty much got on that. But they Netflix won the bidding war or whatever, I guess. Well, I'll be sure to tell Molly. She'll be excited. She'll be excited. Ecstatic, even. Um... Did you hear about this, JT? J. Abrams himself, J.J. Oh, Abrams, is reportedly in discussions um, at Warner Brothers in D.C. for a Justice League Dark um, oh, adaptation that they've been trying to do, like, forever. Yeah. For both movie and TV. Or maybe it's an and-or situation. I'm not sure. Or the, the TV show leads to the movie, or the movie leads to the TV show? Not sure. And or or both, shit, or none. <laughs> I yeah. don't know, but uh, I think to me, J.J. Abrams seems like an odd choice to do like a Justice League Dark. I guess. I mean, he, I, I kind of tr- trust him to do like a big bombastic actiony piece. Yeah, but like this is trying to been getting off the ground like forever and trying to do like a horror spin on it. Yeah. Like, I have um, friends on Twitter that are just like, hey, Scott Derrickson, who just left uh, Doctor Strange, why don't you go over to DC and make that horror movie you wanted to do? And, I mean, they, he obviously doesn't answer them. <laughs> but uh, I'd like to see this anyway made, Justice League Dark, because it's got, like, a bunch of oddball people in it, yeah. like Swamp Thing and Dead Man and Zatanna and yeah. 
Is it Constantine in it too? Constantine, yeah. Get those people on the big screen. I want to see Swampy on the big screen. Get that Swampy up Get there. That sw- oh, excuse me. Oh, Got my. that Earl Grey Swampy's coming back in up there. there. <laughs> to get some swamp tush for you. <laughs> I think there's mashed potatoes in this tea. Oh. How did that happen? Did your daughter make that tea for you? <laughs> Funny enough, no. I did it all myself. What happened? Oh, well. <laughs> I've already almost drank it all. Um, uh, moving on, JT, Yay, yes. to more Disney Marvel news. Okay. Not more, just some Disney okay, Marvel okay, news. Okay. Uh, the Winter Soldier and Falcon series is yeah. currently shooting. Oh, um, currently shooting. And I've seen set photos of the pseudo-replacement for Captain America, U.S. Agent, is on the scene. <laughs> Uh, looks pretty good. Yeah. Looks pretty, pretty good. U.S. Agent. U.S. Agent. The best name in comics. Uh, U.S. That's Agent. That's a perfect, like, I like <laughs> idea for, like, a replacement where it's like, ugh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Who do we have that can be kind of a Captain America? Flagman? No. U.S. Agent. I guess. All right, come over here. <laughs> hope they treat him like a joke, too, where it's like, you're yeah. not the same. Yeah. Hopefully he just sucks. That would be amazing. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not a huge U.S. agent fan. I don't even know if he's yeah. any good, because yeah. I thought he kind of sucked to begin with. But, great name. Hope they, like, they, like, portray him as, like, he tries to play up, like, you're, I'm your boss. <laughs> you gotta listen to me. Yeah. Like, shut oh up. Oh, my God. That US would be agent. amazing. <laughs> shut up, U.S. agent. <laughs> You dumbass. I'm taking over for Captain America. <laughs> I'm literally like your boss. <laughs> I would love for that to be the case. And it's exactly <laughs> like that. And Falcon and Winter Soldiers get fed up and call him like a stupid asshole on this Disney Plus platform. U.S. asshole. <laughs> Use a asshole. Use a asshole. <laughs> I would love it. Uh, and also in more Disney Plus Marvel news, uh, She-Hulk is apparently going to start filming this summer, which is another series I am looking forward to, probably even more than the U.S. Agent. U.S. Agent one? (laughs) U.S. Agent show? Yeah. Uh, Just because I want to see how they are going to do it, more or less. Yeah. Like, we've seen Winter Soldier and Falcon already. Yeah. I want something new. Give us us something new. When's that WandaVision coming out? Uh, I think sometime next year. Next year? 2021? I think so. I thought it was already filming. Maybe. I don't know. I knew that I know for I know for certain that uh the fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier US was coming agent out. One. The US Agent show was coming out this <laughs> this this year. Okay. All right. That's all I all I really knew. Okay. Very good. Very good. Last bit of news, more superhero news. Oh. But my last bit. Put it on me. Uh, did you watch any of the last episodes of Crisis on Infinite Earths? No, not yet. <sighs> I'll give you this. Yeah. The last two episodes are the best episodes. Okay. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Okay. I'll try and fit them in. I'll let you ask one question right now. But yeah. you get one question. I, I don't care enough to ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would ask, is it still good? And I'd be like, it's alright. God. 
damn it. The fourth episode, I think, is the best one. Yeah. And the fifth episode is like a wrap-up kind of an episode, but still gotcha. is, is okay. Okay. But I feel it is more cohesive than the previous three. <sighs> okay. Well, I'll give it a shot. Give it a good college try. Yeah. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll get back to you next week. I'll be on pins and needles. <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> Those first two almost killed me. Yeah. They almost killed me, Troy. Well... Get on it. Jeez. Get on it. That's also, it. I had an idea since uh, we're probably going to be talking Royal Rumble next week. I'm going to talk to uh, old uh, Mr. Havens and see if I can get him to watch Commando for next week. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would love that. I would love it. <laughs> I think that would be pretty entertaining. <laughs> Commando kicks so much ass. Oh, God. I can't wait. Opinion spoilers. That's next week. <laughs> I still haven't seen it yet, so... Oh my god, I'm in love with this movie. <laughs> Alright. That's it. That was my last bit of news. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just pulling it up. Alright, I'm just, just pulling filling, it up, Troy. I'm just filling dead air is mostly what I'm doing while oh, you're pulling it up. That's good. <laughs> you can't feel shit. Uh, Troy, that FX American crime story... Yeah. As their next installment, the third installment. Oh. The last one was like the was assassination that... of Donatello Versace. I never watched that one. Neither did I. Was that one like two years ago? I think it was. It was quite a bit, quite a while ago. But their first one, uh, the OJ Simpson one's pretty good. I never saw that one either. That one's I only saw clips good. of it. But, uh,. But yeah, so now they have uh, FX's American Crime Story Impeachment, where oh, they're going to be talking my. about the Clinton-Lewinsky scandal. Okay. And uh, they've got some pretty interesting cast members to this already. Okay. Uh, they have Clive Owen playing uh, Clinton. Okay. Which is kind of a weird one. Yeah. They have... Uh, uh, Beanie Feldstein is playing Monica Lewinsky. I think that's, uh, um, she's like the chick from Booksmart. Okay. I vaguely, I can only vaguely picture her face. Yeah, she's, uh, Jonah Hill's sister. Okay, okay. And, uh, oh, fuck is, oh, Sarah Paulson is playing Linda Tripp. Okay. That seems a little odd, but I, I could probably, if they, all right. Give her, like, a weird nose or something. I could see it. <laughs> and uh, Billy Eichner got added to the cast this past week. Okay. He's going to be playing uh, Matt Drudge, who uh, is the head of the Drudge Report that was the first to leak the Clinton Lewinsky affair. Okay. Okay. All right. So, yeah, it's shaping up to be uh, pretty interesting. And it should be pretty... Uh, uh, apparent for these times, considering we're going through another impeachment. Oh my god. Also, this one is, like, the most recent one, right? Or was the OJ one the most recent? Um, yeah, this is, I think this is more recent than, I think OJ was, like, 94. Okay. And I know the Clinton scandal was at least after 96, because he was already elected to a second term when that happened. Okay. Um... Maybe it was like a ninety-eight or something. I guess it's it was pretty close around there. But yeah, the uh, I mean, people involved in this are like still 
you know, around, <laughs> which like makes it un. I think yeah. it makes it uncomfortable to know that it exists. Well, there's I don't know. Well, there's still people around from the OJ one. Yeah, but like I feel like the OJ one is definitive. Like, yeah, he he murdered. Her. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, well, this one is like, not such... yeah, they fucked. <laughs> yeah, they definitely blew somebody. Yeah, but uh, and I remember, I just remember in the OJ one, there's like blatant scenes where, uh, they have the Kardashians watching the fucking trial, being like, "There's Daddy. I wonder if he's gonna talk about us." Like just uh. making them like look like real pieces of shit, even though they're kids. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. But. I don't know. I really like the OJ one. That one was pretty good. Okay. So, I never watched the Donatello Versace one, but... No, the OJ one's definitely good, and I'm definitely probably going to check out the impeachment one. Yeah, it. I I do want to see it, for sure. Um, I feel like I should go and <laughs> watch the other ones just to see, like, how good they are. Yeah. For me to hear, they're great, so... Oh, yeah. Hmm. Good... Good stuff. Uh, I only have one other piece of news. And, well. Uh, I know. It's slow. Slow news week. Hmm. I had a lot of stuff last week, and then it's just like, oh, no, nothing this week. Hot and cold. I'll tell you but, what. Uh, Channing Tatum is going to be in one of Disney's big movies coming up. He's going to both headline and produce. U.S. Called Agent. Disney's <laughs> Bob the Musical. Okay. Where he's going to play a guy who hits his head one day and falls into his own personal hell where everything around him is a musical. Cool. Yeah. I dig. I dig it as well. <laughs> I like a musical. Yeah. Channing Tatum can also dance. He can. So? I love to see him just like bring out a dance like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> My name Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. That always stuck with it's me. The most obscure Channing Tatum thing. <laughs> My name Jeff. My name's Jeff. Oh, I found it. Well, the only re- I just saw a Twitter page is like My name's Jeff, and that's all he responds to anybody is just My name Jeff. Uh, just makes Great. me think of that fucking Jeopardy thing that, I, that we found. <laughs> Jeopardy. Oh my god. <laughs> Look it up on YouTube or something. It's just they take clips of Jeopardy and they just replace it with Jeff and everything is Jeff. <laughs> it's really good. Genius level Our stuff. First category is Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, you control the board. I'll take Jeff for 400. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. <laughs> what is Jeff? No, I'm sorry. We're looking for what is Jeff? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the stupidest oh, thing ever, but so I love good. it. <laughs> uh, well, there actually um, is a little bit more news here, but we like to segment those in a different little portion of the show. Called Neil's Bits. Oh man, Troy, Neil's Bits. Neil's Bits. Tough, these are always <clears throat> tough to tough to go, go into. I know. But I Neil's know. Bits. People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's Bits. We're quite a few uh, quite a few listeners of our Six Underground review 
that stars Dinosaur Neil. Mm -hmm. And that means he's rating. And that means he's ratings. It's <laughs> ratings, baby. <laughs> Get your ass back in here sometime, Neil, and actually watch what we review. <laughs> yeah. That no might shit. that might help. <laughs> Ask him by treating him like shit. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, oh. if, maybe if you fucking come in every once in a while and actually watch the damn thing we're talking about, you might actually be of some use to us. Credits do. Check it out sometime. <laughs> this is six days, seven nights. <laughs> Great show. Already listened to <laughs> it. Neil fucking hates David Schwimmer. <laughs> it's pretty great <laughs> awesome i just had to post the uh jeopardy thing really quick <laughs> to our twitter page make sure yeah there you go so look on our twitter page and find the jeopardy <laughs> you'll see under the <laughs> under the post my name jeff and then it's the jeopardy okay uh so actually I have two bits shit um damn it both Troy. of them happening today God as damn we it. speak the first one is uh, quite a loss. Uh, yeah. Terry Jones yeah. uh, from Monty Python's Flying Circus oh, man. died at 77. Uh, decent decent life. Decent yeah. long life. Decent uh, span of life there. Yeah. Uh, comedy legend. Comedy legend group. Um, oh, I, yeah. How many members are still left? Is it? No, Eric Idle's still alive. I think John Cleese is still alive, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. But I think they might be the only two. Uh, I'm saying that I'm very uncertain. But I don't know. Um, hey Google, how many members of uh, Monty Python's Flying Circus is still alive? No. Troy, you have, your Googles are too close to each other. <laughs> well, I put one in the other room. I moved the one out of here because I had to make room for Batman. Uh, okay. So, so sorry. Damn it. Well, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Still up in the air. But, yeah, I um, after I found that out today, there's a bunch of people on Twitter um, with their condolences and all that stuff, and I watched a few clips of his of on uh, Monty Python. Yeah. Pretty great. Nice. Yeah. And I remember, I remember watching Monty Python at your house. Mm -hmm. And I think I was still at that age where I was too young to get it, where I was like, this is dumb. Yeah. Until <laughs> like, you realize the there's up. nothing to get. Yeah. <laughs> it's just absurd. Yeah. I, I always loved like the, what was it, like the Dimwit Olympics or something like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the winner like shoots himself in the head. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Great stuff. Um, so Terry Jones, you definitely will be missed. Oh, yes. Um, the other bit, very odd bit yeah. today, Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut. Has apparently died. Yeah. Or faked his own death for a Super Bowl ad. That is more likely. That's probably more likely. <laughs> uh, but at 104 years old, wow. Mr. Peanut. Good long life. Has allegedly kicked the bucket. Yep. You can see it live. On Twitter, <laughs> you can or watch his you can watch his death live on Twitter. That's right. Uh, Wesley Snipes was there. He was Wesley For Snipes and uh, fucking that other guy I see in everything. Yeah, I don't oh, remember his name. 
want to. It's not Ed Helms. It's nope. uh <laughs> God damn it! I remember him from a bunch of shit. I I don't know. He's a anyway, he's a thing. They're there. They're there. They watch Mr. Peanut die. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> so, I guess so. I guess watch it more graphic version of it during the Super Bowl. Yeah, where you just see like the peanuts roasting inside of him. It's gonna be <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, his guts hanging out. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Peanut, I guess R.I.P. with an asterisk until yeah, after fuck the Super yourself. Bowl. Until we see that you're not actually dead. You're mm-hmm. like some new cashew. Mr. Cashew or something instead. Yeah. Or they'll bring in like a Mrs. Peanut so then they can be more... Sexy. Sexy, yep. But the peanuts are like horizontal so it's the boobs. Yep. <laughs> that that seems like they'd be more progressive. <laughs> Planners. Get on your game, they okay? Really know how, <laughs> they really know how to appeal to everybody. Uh, yep, that's right. But that's, uh, those are bits yeah. as of this day. Yeah. Maybe they'll just call Peanut. Now trying to live in a more uh, gender-neutral age. Just Peanut? Yeah. Maybe. I'm Peanut. I don't go by your gender-normative. <laughs> I'm just Peanut. <laughs> Maybe so. But maybe he also burned to death in that explosion. We can only hope. We can only hope. Fuck Mr. Peanut. He's probably an asshole. <clears throat> He's lived this long. I saw... And he still looks pretty youthful. He's probably, he probably drinks, like, fetal blood or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw uh, somebody posted an old um, propaganda, like, World War II propaganda poster of Mr. Peanut going to war. Yeah. And it's, like, him really gruff with like an old like world war ii army helmet on like rolling up a sleeve ready to kick some ass and like really he was a spokesman in world war ii to go kick ass he served a peanut <laughs> a peanut of course he did okay well yeah <clears throat> he's around a veteran that time. yeah be around that time right could what you should have been drafted around that time that's right so there you go all right well now he's dead who gives a shit jesus He's a veteran, for Christ's sake. God damn it. <laughs> Thanks for your service, Mr. Peanut. <laughs> but fuck you. But fuck you. Go fuck yourself. You salty asshole. Yeah. You probably threw a bunch of people in, in the way of gunfire so you'd come back. Yeah. And live another 80 years. You fucking legume. <laughs> More like a lagoon. Got him. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me forgetting that a lagoon is a real thing. <laughs> like a swamp. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, let's move on. Let's. <laughs> let's do a segment we know and love. Because it's done. Oh, yeah, because you cut in front of me, but I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's done. It's done! It's done! Uh, funny enough, we have the same two. We watched the same two trailers because I thought it was Slim Pickens, uh, for trailers. Not yeah. anything huge that came out. I just out. watched the ones that were on the IMDb homepage. Really? I sought mine out and we watched the same oh, two. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's very peculiar. Yeah. Um. Quite. The first one I have is one starring, is it the chick from Fifty Shades of Grey? Blake Lively? That's that's not Fifty Shades of Grey, is it? No. Is Blake it Blake Lively? Lively? Yeah. Oh. I thought it was the chick from Dakota Fifty Shades Johnson of Grey. Dakota Johnson is yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. I, didn't re- I couldn't tell which one is which. 
Yeah, Maybe Blake it's because you wear so many disguises in this. Blake Lively's from Green Lantern. Yes, I know. But I couldn't tell which one who it was. Jesus, Troy. You get your head out of your ass. But she wears so many different wigs in this, this trailer. That's true. It's it a could very be wiggy, anyone. wiggy trailer. We're wigging out over here. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's called The Rhythm Section. Yeah. Also starring Jude Law, which I'm sure is Jude Law. Jude Law, young pope. Young poop. <laughs> There's new new poop is out now. <laughs> new poop, two gotta watch, poop. Yeah, I gotta start watching new poop. New poop. I thought it was two poop. Nope, just new poop. Okay. <laughs> new poop sequel to young poop. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is like um, almost like your run of the. It looks to me like your run of the mill, um, uh, female revenge flick. Yeah, female revenge assassin type. Yeah, uh, we've seen more of them as of like the last like five years. Yeah, but this one being dumped in January doesn't make me have like no. high hopes for it. No, it's like right on the t- like they made sure because it was like the tail end of January. It's like we gotta get this in January because it sucks really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't seen anything for it yet, and it comes out very soon. <laughs> yeah, this has got to be awful. Like the trailer for it came out literally like today or yesterday. Yeah, and it comes out in like a week. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. And it's not like a, oh, cool Cloverfield type <laughs> come out nope. in two weeks. <laughs> it is a, what is this and why should I care yep. come out in two weeks. Yeah. So, I don't know. Some of the parts in it look um, okay. Maybe the action-y parts. Yeah. But all in all, it looks kind of droll yeah. to me. And I brought up how, like, why is it that female assassins always need to be fucked against a wall? I know. Like any every time in all these movies, like if it's a woman like seeking revenge or an assassin, she gets fucked up against a wall. Yeah. I don't know. To show that they're vulnerable. I think I said that last time. Yeah, you did say that. And it's it makes even less sense now. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's try not to dwell on it. <laughs> never forget everybody. Never forget. Hashtag it never could forget. be Dakota Johnson or Blake Lively in this. It's Blake Lively. Is it? Yeah. Should I look it up? <laughs> it's Blake. Li- Troy's Blake Lively. All right. I hope it's Dakota Johnson. She has that. She role. has that mole underneath her eye. Okay. Fair enough. I'm just saying, a lot of wigs could throw you off. It's Blake Lively. I'm not gonna look it Guys, up. Guys, it's Blake Lively. Uh, the <laughs> other one that is coming on to Netflix sooner than later is one called Horse Girl. Yeah. From uh, just the cast alone. And kind of the like the funny title, it's got um, Molly Shannon in it. Yep. Paul Reiser. Allison Brie. Allison Brie. Um, I thought there was one other person. Maybe not. But know. those three are pretty um, well to do in comedy. Oh yeah. This is not what seems yeah. to be a comedy at all. Yeah. So I was waiting for like. At the end of the trailer, Allison Brie is turning into, like, a horse person or something like that. You know, like a centaur. Yeah. Uh, no. Nope. Nope. It looks like as if she is having some sort of mental breakdown and all the people around her are very worried for her. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those movies where, like, you don't know. It feels like you're watching someone entering dementia. Yes. <laughs> 
and either it's actually happening to her yeah. or it's all like or she's genetically super, yeah. or she's supernatural yeah <laughs> or it's genetically handed down because i guess her grandmother also had the same yeah. sort of deal where she may have gone insane yeah there's another movie that was kind of like the same premise but i can't remember what it was called is it invisible man no <laughs> the new one that's gonna come out oh know. yeah uh yeah what was it uh i don't know but it has a very similar premise yeah and it is already out right yeah or i think it came out like last year or something so it would already be out <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> but yeah i i don't know what it what it's called but yeah i want to say there is one that came out with the almost the same premise I don't know. But it's pretty good. Is it that Steven Soderbergh one that he filmed on like an iPhone or something like that? Uh, yeah, that one's kind of like that. But I, I don't know. I'm thinking of like one where they actually do point out that like this person that's suffering also has like a history of like weird, crazy dementia or something. I don't <sighs> think they have that in Unsane. Okay. Unsane. Yeah. Who knows? That's pretty good though. Unsane's okay. good. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Okay. I know about it, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> so, yeah. But Horse Girl looks like one that I do want to check out. Yeah. Allison Brie is really good. Yeah. Um, so, it has me intrigued. And it's I on Netflix. may check this out as well. So, watch it drop pretty soon. Didn't, drop it like it's hot. Didn't get a release date, but I can only assume it's going to be soon. Yeah. And it'll live on Netflix in perpetuity. So I thought I saw it. February something. Yeah. Maybe so. I can't remember. Didn't look. Okay. Well... Thanks for checking, Troy. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so with those out of the way... Well, it means we're in the term of random movies, that's, Troy. That's it. We're in the term of random movies, and uh, we had uh, The Nutty Professor versus oh. Dude, Where's oh. My Car? And, uh, of course, The Nutty Professor took it. I'm, it. But it was a close one. It was pretty close. Between the two, but Nutty Professor squeaked it out at the end. I think it only won by one vote. So, uh, Nutty Professor, moving on. Sorry, Ashton Kutcher. You're out of there. And Sean William Scott. You're both out of there. Get the fuck out of there. Sorry, I have to go get some tissues. I got a sniffly nose. Oh, Jesus. Couldn't handle it anymore. You sick bastard. <laughs> And had to wash those mashed potatoes out of this mug. Because <laughs> there definitely were some in there. I think there's still some in there. Jesus! the fuck? Oh, no, never mind. It's just a weird glare. Oh, that's good. Well, that means that we are down to our last quarter. I love a quarterfinals match between Teenage Mutant, Ninja, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. And this is, uh... This is a this is a good uh, this is a good main main event yes. type matchup for this yes quarter I love a quarter finals yes what did you say won the last one I'm sorry Nutty, Nutty Professor. Professor good Nutty Professor that's won. the one I voted for all right not to tip my hat but I voted for that one <laughs> <laughs> way to go Troy I wanted to clump it up your finger is just <laughs> up on the pulse <laughs> uh. And I'm also excited for this one because I think of all of the, the ones that are left, these two are. These two, this one might be untrollable. Both of these, I think, would would be good either way. I think. I also agree. 
Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to this one. There you go. Either one, really. I yeah. do have one that I want to uh, see more. Not for any other reason than I hate. Um, it's free on Netflix. <laughs> no, oh, I think both of them are on Netflix. Oh shit! I think both of them are streaming. I think they are. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. So yeah, the one that you can stream on Netflix for free. <laughs> Got him. Oh. <laughs> we'll see which of these. We'll join the final four of The Happening, The Birdcage, and The Nutty Professor. All thes. <laughs> oh, my God. So much the. The. Does that mean the Raiders of the Lost Ark? <laughs> Does it start with the? I think it's just Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm, it's still up in the air. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it starts with a T, so it could be all T's. Tea time. Tea time. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Raiders of the Lost Ark. We'll see who moves on. Yes. For the semi-finals. And uh, one of those four movies will be reviewed by us at a later date. Word. I'm into it. It's a good tourney so far. Good tourney so far. A lot of trolling, but what yeah. would a tourney be without trolls? <laughs> I mean, there's there there would probably be... At least three out of the four that I'd want to see, but... I mean, Sam's turning me around on the happening. <laughs> it's slowly creeping in. Yeah. Still not stoked that it's happening to me, though. <laughs> Just want to say that. Not not feeling great about it. Okay. But we'll see. We will. We'll, maybe we'll, we'll be forced to watch it. Who knows? Not me. <laughs> I'm just not going to show up. <laughs> I'll just have I'll just have Joel just sit down here and talk to himself about right. the happening. That's right. I'll just be. I'll invite well, Dave. Dave will want to talk about it. I'll, oh, I'll for invite sure. Dave over. God, he squirts over this movie or for whatever reason. <laughs> uh, well, that leads us into the main event of this evening. And what a main event it is! Tango and Cash came to us December twenty second. 1989 what a christmas miracle i I know right budget of 55 million dollars yes domestically brought in 63.4 million dollars okay was not released worldwide oh no that's all it made Uh, so who knows with, uh, advertising and all that kind of stuff, promotional material out there, probably didn't make any money. Probably not. Just assuming. Probably not. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has this at 31%. (laughs) IMDb a 6.4 out of 10 and Metacritic 41%. I don't think Rotten Tomatoes, uh, treats action movies too kindly. Not usually. Uh, Stinker Madness. He has two ratings for this movie. Jesus. Uh, it has, I guess for all of their movies, they have a good movie quality and a bad movie quality. Oh. For good movie quality for this movie, from Stinker Madness, they give it a 4 out of 10. Okay. Bad movie quality, they give it an 8 out of 10. And I don't know if bad means awesome so bad. So it's a good bad movie? Maybe. Not sure. Just looked at their rating system, not the context. I don't know. Stinker, That's how this works. Stinker madness. Get you your really, shit together. Get your they shit together. Also, other stats in there as well. 
of like what are they, like a fucking baseball card <laughs> i don't know they had rbis in there couldn't tell yards per mile <laughs> we're really good at yards baseball. per mile that's a real one <laughs> that's a that's a real baseball stat <laughs> we're real baseball nerds over here who <laughs> love them uh Oh my god, he hit a touchdown. Oh my god, look at those stitching on that ball. Um So JT, what what is Tango and Cash? Well, we follow the synonymous Ray Tango <laughs> yeah. and Gabriel Cash. <laughs> yeah. Who are two drug enforcement detectives that are just so goddamn good at their job. <laughs> That well-known drug kingpin, Jack Palance, (laughs) needs to take them out of commission. Yeah. But he can't just kill them, because there'll be an uprising within the the police department. Right. No. He's got to frame them (laughs) for murder, and then strip them of their reputation. So Ken, Tango, and Cash... Gain the reputation and destroy Jack Palance and his fleet of rocket <laughs> of, of rocket launching station wagons. Find out. We will find out. <laughs> so I find it very almost I think I find Stallone's character cash. Yes? No, he's Tango. Tango. I know, it threw me off too, where I was like, he's gotta be Cash. Right. No. No. It's not. No. Subverting expectations. He's, he's Ray Tango. Tango. There's a quote very close to the beginning of this, where his captain is like, Tango, what are you doing? You don't even need to do this. You look at, you made him money, you're wearing all the best suits. Why do you want to do this? God, people talk so much about his suits. And he's like, I do it for the action. Like... It made it seem like he's just so bored with his life, he became a police officer for shootouts. Well, the only person <laughs> that, other, that the only other person that talks to him is his stockbroker. <laughs> and I was like, "Do you get paid that?" I I don't I didn't understand that he was so rich. I mean, obviously he plays stocks, so now I get it. Oh, yeah. I've been putting this together, like, right my now. Favorite, my favorite, one of my favorite parts in the whole movie is he's having a conversation with his sister, and then this guy just comes in and says, Hey, Ray, what's a margin call? He's like, why do you ask? Your stockbroker's on the line. I have to take this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And on the other side of the tracks, you got this loose cannon. Oh, yeah. You got Cash. Gabriel Cash. He is just the bad boy of police officers. He's so bad that bad guys are hiding in his mirror. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So, apparently there was a troubled production with this movie. Really? Uh, Quite. I can kind of see. Because it gets to a certain point where they... For no reason at all, spend a lot of time in jail. <laughs> so, this movie was originally written um, by... I, I should have the, the pit written down, but it, I don't know. I can't remember. But anyway, it was originally written and then directed by uh, somebody who was fired. Yeah. 
<clears throat> and then another person was set to come in to direct. And then Stallone didn't like him or something like that. So he got fired. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Stone didn't like the director of photography. So he fired him because he didn't like how he's lighting the movie. <laughs> so they got a different person in. And then they also let go the director because they wanted to make a more serious movie where they wanted to be a little bit more campy and fun. So they got in another director. So Stallone after. wanted to be more serious? No, he wanted to be like more jovial and fun. Oh. Originally, it was written to be quite serious. What? Like, like almost like a lethal weapon or a diehard or something like that. <laughs> also, Patrick Swayze was originally going to be in the Kurt Russell role. Yeah, I heard about that. Which you can kind of see because they kind of got the same hair. Yeah. He, <laughs> he ended up doing what? Roadhouse instead, Roadhouse right? instead, which is God. awesome. So, good good pick. I know. I mean. like It's like choosing apples and oranges. Either way, you're going to win. <laughs> yeah. Both are delicious. <laughs> um, so there was that. So, and then the the production studio, when everything was all together, didn't like what they had. And so they gave it to, like, the best editor in the business to edit something together. Oh, God. A week before it came out. Jesus! <laughs> like, this was labeled, like, still wet prints when it went to theaters because mm. it was just got done editing. My God. And so it went out. Obviously, it did abysmal yeah. at the <laughs> box office and critically. But I would still say, though, that I'm just going to throw an opinion spoiler right off the bat. Yeah. All that aside, this movie is very entertaining. It fucking kicks ass. <laughs> this is one of the... It, it's great that it takes place in the 80s, because it was. This is the was, most 80s fucking movie <laughs> All Ever. of the 80s tropes make this better. Yeah. In, like, watching it later and later and oh, later yeah. as it, like, has aged or whatever. Yeah. This, it, this movie convinced me that Hobbs and Shaw should have been made in the 80s. Yes. Because <laughs> they could have done things, like, in this that are so campy and cheesy God. that they age like a fine oh, yeah. wine. Yeah. This is, like, this is the perfect movie to, like, just get drunk with your buddies and be like, hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> I am completely on board with that. My opinion spoiler, I texted to you because I was very much enjoying yeah. this. <laughs> you said, you're eight minutes in and you said this might be the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> because they have both intro scenes to both Tango and Cash yeah. in the very beginning. Tango's each... is pretty good, but Cash's... I almost woke up Molly with Cash's. <laughs> where he walks into his apartment, and he's just calm, casual, <laughs> and then a guy just breaks through his mirror and shoots him twice. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and then he chases then him down. Chases him through a parking garage where they crash into a car where two people are fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I texted you. <laughs> When he steals that Russian guy's car, backs into another one, two people pop up the back, and it's just two naked people in yeah. it. Yeah. Chick's tits are bouncing all over the place. <laughs> and I'm like, I am busting a gut at this point laughing. And I'm like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. It's, I love oh, it. It's so good. Yeah. Cash is, is the best, but Ray Tango's is still pretty good, too. Yeah. like... Stallone is not the best actor, but then when he's given a chance to be a smarmy asshole, he lights up. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, he'll like, he'll spend the whole time like, 
I got him right where I want him. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, whatever, Stallone. And then he gets to the part where, like, when he shoots that tanker and does a bunch of cocaine comes out and says, oh, look, it's snowing. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. I, how can you go from being so droll to being so charismatic in, like, one scene? I fucking love that scene. It's great. And I also, I guess Stallone also helped rewrite some of this as well. Yeah. Because this went into principal photography and the script wasn't even finished yet in rewrites. So they were kind of making it up as they went along at some parts. And I was like, how did they have so much bullshit happen and still pull out like a winner to yeah. me anyway? Yeah. Like I get these scores. Yeah. Like objectively it's not a great movie yeah but entertainment wise i think it knocks it out of the park oh yeah this this movie struck me as like they you could feel they had like a plan of where they wanted to go but then you could tell shit was going south because they spend they make them stay in prison for way longer than a movie like this normally would have oh, them yeah, stay in prison for sure like i like I kept checking the time where I'm like, they're still in prison. The movie's half done. <laughs> yeah, they get out of prison like way late, and then all of a sudden the movie kind of wraps up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like it feels like they're like they, they should have broken out of prison like a long time ago and just already gone on this big revenge kick. But they spend a lot of time in prison. Yes, <laughs> and even more time leading up into going to prison than I thought as well. Oh, a yeah. lot of prison. They stuff. play out their trial. <laughs> Like, their entire trial. Yeah. And there's not yeah. really much to it. Like, it's just, like, them watching people just lie about them mm-hmm. as they're, like, Statler and Waldorfing in the corner being like, look at this job of the hut-looking motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're just, like, fucking talking shit about all these people testifying against yeah. them. Yeah. It's like, hey, how about we, how about if we get out of here, we'll go visit them. I'll bring the chainsaws, you bring the beer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love the fucking commentary by them. <laughs> just nonstop doing commentary over these guys testifying against them. <laughs> and they just end up going to jail. And then there's a whole scene where they pretty much know that they got to take a, a plea bargain of like 18 months in prison. Yeah. And uh, so they're like, all right, I'll... Let me give the closing statements. And there's a whole scene where they, like, argue Yeah, they do their closing do statements. And then so Stallone ends up coming. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm going to do the closing. And it's like and this. does, like, this drawl, like, you should let us go. And here's why. And then fucking Kurt Russell's like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. He Stallone stands up and just says, like, a good-natured one. He's like, we're going to do it. Don't, don't look down at the police department for what happened to us. Blah, 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 blah. And then Kurt Russell's like, can I say something? Guys, this fucking sucks. <laughs> and it has the whole crowd cheering while the <laughs> judge is banging his gavel. God, it's so good. I almost want to rewatch this movie just to get all of... There's so many one-liners. Oh, my God. This movie is nothing but nothing one-liners. but one-liners. Oh, it's so good. It's a blink and you miss it. Like yeah. for some, cause some, some of them I even looked up, um, well, they were in like IMDB trivia where, yeah. uh, I think Kurt Russell asked him Stallone, if you want a coffee and a Danish. And he goes, no, I don't like Danishes cause he just broke up with Brigitte Nielsen. Oh, that's who's right. Danish. Yeah. There's a Rambo line in here too. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, right at the beginning. Yeah, like he, he pulls over those drug, those drug dealers and they're like, who do you think you are Rambo? And then he says, 
Rambo's a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the fuck? And, like, he has the smallest gun and he holds it in such a dainty way when he shoots it, too. Like, he, like, puts, like, his forearm out and then rests it over the forearm and fires. (laughs) Like, this kicks ass. I love that he had a dainty gun, a little snub nose oh, revolver. So, yeah, he had a, like, yeah, that snub nose. And then just the way he fires, like, he's so, like, proper with it. Like, it looks like he think he's skeet shooting. <laughs> oh, my God. Jack Palance is also in this. He's the criminal Jack- mastermind. The world needs more Jack Palance. He plays the exact same character in this as he does in Batman. Oh, also, he talks like nobody ever should talk. And I nobody loved, talks like Jack. Palance. I loved every single second of Jack Palance. <laughs> so did I. But I'm in like, this he was delivering tango and cash, <laughs> cash and tango, cash and tango. <laughs> he's fucking kissing his mice. <laughs> Motherfucker loves mice <laughs> for no reason. I thought they were gonna come into play. Never. Never really do. They just yeah. go back in a box. Yeah, there was that part where like you put them in that like clear box, and I was like, is he gonna like suffocate and kill those mice? No. <laughs> in fact, they come back later. And he's like making out with them. <laughs> like yeah. Jesus Christ, Jack Palance yeah. loves mice. Yeah. <laughs> his name's not Jack Palance. This is Jack Palance, but like, fuck, what was his name? Because they repeat his name over and over again in this too. I don't know. Is it like Joaquin or something like no, that? No, it's like. Uh, cr- I'm going to say it starts with a C. I'm going to IMDB because it's going to drive me crazy if I don't look it up. But yeah, so Jack Palance is like the mastermind behind this. And nobody knows who he is uh, because Tango and Cash are both trying to figure it out in a prison shower scene. Dude, yeah. Where it's just a bunch of dick jokes. There's a legit jokes. scene where they're walking to the shower butt-ass naked. <laughs> yeah. And you can see their asses. Yep. Clear as day. And they're walking like... These two guys have to have huge dicks. <laughs> oh, Because yeah. they are walking with such confidence. <laughs> like, I never walk that confidently, confidently when I'm naked, even when I'm alone. <laughs> yeah. You always have to cover your dick with your hands yeah. and scurry to another room. These guys are like, they're like, their chests are burled out. And they're just like walking like fucking Tom and Jerry style. Like, right. They want people to see their dicks. <laughs> yep. They're loud and proud of them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Perrette. Perrette. Mr. Perrette. Okay, I was a little off. <laughs> yeah, Jack Palance is fucking amazing in this. Um, and then Jack Palance also has, like, I guess two other, like, sub-bosses, I guess? Yeah, well, they're, I guess they're supposed to be, like, the... Because Tango and Cash... Yeah, because Tango and Cash are... They're not even in the same precinct. Like, they're on different ends of L.A. Right. And that's why he wants to kill both of them, because they're fucking up his entire uh, fucking shit. So it's like, he has to get both of them. And then it's like, yeah, one of them is like the dude from from fucking... uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. China. Yeah. Who's in a ton of other stuff, like James Hong or something? Is that his name? Yeah, James Hong. Yeah, he has to make them, like, an Asian guy and a Mexican guy. Because their names are Quan and Lopez. <laughs> and they don't really do anything at all up until, like, near the end. And even then, not really. Yeah, they all, they spend the whole movie just being like, we're trying our best, Mr. Perrette. Should we kill him, Mr. Perrette? Yeah. No. Like, no. <laughs> I've got a better idea. <laughs> we have to get Tango and Cash. <laughs> cash and Tango. 
he repeatedly does that. So, so his plan is very complicated. Yeah. I think uh, it almost turns into where, like, in order for the plan to work, like. It doesn't make any sense to why don't we just kill them? That's what I thought the whole time. Because like if if his if their departments are willing to turn against them, they don't have that much loyalty loyalty to them. Right. And the only reason he's doing this is because they're so loyal to them. I know. It <laughs> doesn't make a whole like at, at, around the trial. I was just like, wait a minute, how are they doing this? Like. I don't see how this makes any sense. I think they did it. (laughs) All this evidence that's coming out, and then they make up a whole bunch of shit when they get out of prison, and they're just like coming, oh yeah, we we taped, we orchestrated this whole confession tape. Right. Like, we used, we used like snippets of your guys' voices to come together. (laughs) Right. Until we could blackmail these two dudes in order for them to get sentenced to prison to then capture them on the way to prison and take them to a different prison Yeah, where in that prison they will be beaten to death by the inmates. Yeah, and then electrocuted in pools. And electrocuted in pools. <laughs> there are so many steps to that plan that could have failed. Yeah. And they all have to line up, like, just to them, okay, I can get it, that they get blackmailed, right? Yeah. They get framed for doctored evidence. Yep. Then they go to prison. But how, from there, do people not keep track of where they are going <laughs> and never show up at this prison that he's, they're sentenced to? They show up somewhere else. That's the magic of Mr. Perrette. He's got hands and eyes everywhere. I see. <laughs> I see. Very powerful man. So powerful. He has so many station wagons. Yeah. And monster trucks. <laughs> So when they get to this prison, I also thought it was hilarious that uh, they say that they put away most of the people in there and all the inmates are fucking yelling at them and all this shit. There's a riot going on and they're still just like casually leading them through. Burning fires. (laughs) Yeah, they're throwing burning mattresses out onto the fucking courtyard (laughs) as they're being led to their cells and they're just like, huh, they don't seem too happy. Right. I love that they were playing it cool, but I also was like, why is nobody doing anything about these fires? There are huge flames behind these guards, and they don't look alarmed at all. Like, this is everyday happening for them. Troy, can we can we put a bookmark in this real quick? Because I really want to talk about this one guy in the movie. Are you talking about face? Face guy. <laughs> I have the face he, as a note. He looks like if a Cabbage Patch Kid grew up. <laughs> I've seen him in something else, and I was trying to IMDb it uh, the whole time, and I was like, what have I seen him from? dude is a living Dick Tracy character. Really? And that's his real face. It's his real face! It looks like prosthetics gone wrong, but it's his real face. The biggest jaw in the history of the world. His name is like something Zadar, I think. Oh my god. What I realized what he was from is uh, I was watching a Red Letter Media thing, and they were going over a movie called Samurai Cop, which he is also in, and they talk about this guy extensively. Oh, my God. This guy is insane-looking. Literally insane-looking. Like, just IMDb, Robert Zadar. Z-apostrophe-D-A-R. His name in this is just Face. (laughs) I'm not even lying. 
and I looked up at his other credits, and it's all of his characters are like Face Man or the Man with a Large Face <laughs> or Scary Face Person. But yeah, he. I know. I want. I this just makes me want to learn more about him because oh, I went on he a has huge the deep most dive. oblong face. Well, he yeah. literally, he literally looks like if a Cabbage Patch Kid grew up. Yeah. He. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Insane, and he's also uh, passed away at this point, which is oh. sad. He died at the age of sixty-four. Yeah. Complications of a huge face. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. I, I could not do it. When was when, when did he die? 2015. Oh, man. Like five years ago. Five years ago. Yep. Um, but, yeah, anyway, he's great in this. Oh, yeah. I. <laughs> and he, you'd think he'd just have, like, a bit part, but he yeah. keeps he showing keeps back. He keeps coming up. back. Like, he's, just like, <laughs> he's like the guy that, like, the director's just like... Come back. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you just come in and just randomly do this? Mm -hmm. Also, that one blonde ponytailed henchman in this. Yeah. Was a English guy that they just keep fucking making fun of all the time. Yeah, they wanted the Cockney accent. So he he doesn't have a Cockney accent because I've seen him and other things too. Yeah. I think he's in the Thomas Jane Punisher movie. I think he's the guy who gets like the knife through the bottom of the jaw. Oh, I think you're right. I think. Either way, um, I've seen him in other things, and he doesn't have a Cockney accent, right? He's not even British. <laughs> yeah. But he decided to put it on for the movie. Yeah. And Stallone loved it so much, he wrote more scenes for him. And so he's also sprinkled out a lot through this movie. I know. There's even like a there's even like an amazing part with Kurt Russell where he's like, I don't want to be killed by this English asshole. <laughs> I want to be killed by an American <laughs> asshole. <laughs> It's it's amazing. And then I also love the Terry Hatcher mm. uh, parts in this as well. Yeah. Terry uh, Hatcher doesn't know Kurt Russell for more than like three hours. Right. And she's already in a bathrobe giving him a back rub. I know. Like, holy shit. <laughs> and I actually really enjoy the twist that it's Stallone's sister. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so fun. Yeah, because they kind of play it up where it's like they might be like a couple. Uh Uh-huh. Because of that whole scene where like they're like talking with each other in his office. And it's like, if they were fucking, it'd be a really weird relationship. Because he's like treating her like a business associate. Right. (laughs) Like, well, Catherine, I do believe that we shouldn't be together at this point. Like, oh, my stockbroker's on the line. Just one second. I gotta take this. I gotta take this. <laughs> <laughs> but Terry Hatcher is great, and I love the whole scene where uh, Cash is going to, like, the dance club where she works. Yeah. Is it a strip club? I don't think so. I think it's just a dance thing. Because yeah, he does go to the back, and there's, like, a whole bunch of topless chicks in there. Right. That are not screaming. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like but there's a man oh. in there it's even like kurt russell's even like uh look i don't mind the i don't mind the scenery but we should really talk somewhere else <laughs> i really enjoyed that line <clears throat> um, but uh apparently she knows all about cash somehow from her brother i yeah, guess but they don't really know each other that well i think he's just famous because he's like one of the famous drug detectives in the in oh yeah town. i guess you're right this movie plays very hard and fast. <laughs> so It does. 
you, some parts, if you're not paying attention, you got screaming kids in the room, you're going to yeah. miss it. <laughs> My favorite part is when uh, they have to sneak Kurt Russell out of the club because there's a bunch of cops surrounding yeah, the area. I was getting to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's dressed like a woman. And... That's not the, my favorite part. The, my favorite part is the very forward cop where, <laughs> yeah. like, Kurt Russell sits on, on the back of Terry Hatcher's bike and he's like, hey, you guys want a threesome? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They both just flick a cigarette at yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> the other guy's like, oh, look at that. Dykes on bikes. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Most this forward detective. This is a different time. Yeah, the most forward cop ever. Who has ever introduced themselves as, hey, you want a threesome? <laughs> well, that, I could that, probably that's name you. first words to them. <laughs> yeah, as an officer of the law. As an officer of the law. <laughs> hey, you guys want a threesome? <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So, yeah, and then... Uh, she, they take him home to her place. She's like massaging the kinks out of his back or whatever yeah. it is. But then when they're like borderline naked, like she's wearing a bathrobe. That's true, but like she technically like met him and probably wearing less. <laughs> yeah, but still, like a bathrobe is a very intimate thing to wear, and like especially straddling someone wearing a bathrobe. Well, in the comfort of her own home. Or it's not even her own home. They just met she, hours ago. She, uh, the, it's not even her own home because that's a whole conversation in itself when Stallone gets there saying that he owns the house. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts too was when uh, the captain comes up and Stallone thinks it's an intruder so he tackles him through the screen door. Yeah. And then the captain says, is this how you screen all your visitors? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. And then he continues just to lay on the ground while they're arguing <laughs> with each other for minutes. Until he's like, okay, that's it. That's I've had enough. <laughs> I want to look up some of these fucking... There's got to be quotes on here on IMDb. Because, oh shit. Um, so the, the, the prison scene takes a while. There isn't much that goes on in it. Bes wait, besides like a guy there that is telling them how to escape. But who is that guy? I, I think he's, I think he's Cash's captain. Was it? I don't know. I don't think it was because Cash's captain, I think still shows up at the end. No, that's Tango's captain. Like, the captain that shows up at Tango's house? No, there's, like, another one. Oh. I thought Cash's captain was, like, a bit more gruff-looking and not, like, that Maybe. pudgy little guy that gets his throat slit well, I know that I know that is. he knows Cash. Uh, well, regardless, because um, I was, like, kind of... Uh, this part also kind of lost me, too, is, like, so is there, like, one dude that works here that's showing them how to get out? Yeah. And this prison seems so loosey-goosey that they're just walking around anywhere they want to. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I forgot about Fubar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's Fubar? Fucked up beyond all recognition. Yeah. Fantastic. He's brought up, like, a bunch of times. Yeah, they bring up Fubar a lot in this. Um, But anyway, the prison scene, it's got some fun action in it. Like, when... uh. They end up fighting, like, back-to-back -back. all those inmates was pretty cool before they get, like, all strung up and electrocuted. Oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, the fight scenes in this are very 80s, but it's very, like, like super, <laughs> like, 
strategic spin kick, like, oh, yeah. fucking... Yeah, I I really enjoyed the fight scene in this because like oh, compared man. to like last week where we did Mortal Kombat, yeah, where those fight scenes sucked yeah. ass, yeah, this was like very good. Yeah, even like the thing that I appreciate the most about this movie, like at the end, it's just like one different action scene to another different action scene for sure. Like it literally breaks down to where you're like watching them go from like weird fucking car death match. <laughs> To gunfight to fist fight. Yep. Like, all within the span of, like... 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Yep. And it's just, like, this big spectacle. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I, I'm trying to lead up into this, but when they get out of prison and they kind of split up for a second... Yeah. Cash goes and visits some old tech guy. Does he work for his de- police department? I think so. That is a weird some, position, yeah, man. For some reason, yeah. For some reason, in the '80s, police departments had R and D departments. <laughs> yeah, like, like some weirdo down yeah. there, like some weird some Q. LA some LA precinct has a fucking queue <laughs> making like discount versions of yeah. like weird home defense things. Yeah, I'm making weird dog machine guns that where, like it blows up, and then he's like, "Nice." <laughs> <laughs> no, that means it's it's terrible. It look everything down there looks like garbage, and it looks like it's in a dungeon that he's yeah. making all this stuff in. And then they show him to like the coup de gras of all of his inventions, and it's like this fucking van with a machine gun on Jesus the side Christ. of it. Why does that need to exist? I don't know. For a police precinct, and it looks fucking weird, but I kind of <laughs> like it. I don't know. It looks like a freaking. Chrysler minivan yeah. or something like that. It looks like they just like with fucking, a mini gun on the side. <laughs> they just it. like fucking put a bunch of fucking uh, tinted glass on a fucking Astro van. Yeah, it did. And then just put a m- mini gun on the side. Yep. And then fucking Tango and Cash was jizzing all over it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Right. It looked th- that guy really was just. A conundrum to me. Yeah. That dude is such a cartoon. He has like a big magnifying glass over his eye. Yeah, he never <laughs> takes it off either. He, even when he's talking to him on that video monitor, he's got that big honking yeah. fucking... <laughs> he's just like, don't break it, it's a prototype. <laughs> what the fuck? Obviously, we're going to blow it up, you idiot. Yeah. We're just going to drive this into a lot full of fucking rock pr- rocket... Launching station wagon. <laughs> Where did he get all those fucking cars? I don't know, but I laughed out loud when monster trucks started ramping oh, up and chasing my him. God. And I was like, why does he have those? <laughs> this ending scene is worth the entire movie. If if none of this is if none of this movie is striking your fancy, either stick with it or fast forward to the last 20 minutes because that last 20 minutes is a goddamn wet dream of 80s action. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's pretty great. They're yeah. like in this huge quarry yeah. and they've got like huge heavy machinery like fucking big dump trucks and like I don't even know what big caterpillar machines these things are oh yeah and then like literal like trucks and station wagons with machine guns and gatlin guns on them <laughs> and then fucking bigfoot just comes like <laughs> yeah, ramping up monster trucks are driving <laughs> like, what the fuck and they got they're in that fucking van just driving around <laughs> it's insane 
It's it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just like, what? I, the whole time I'm thinking, how does how and why does Jack Palance have this? Why? And then they and then they still keep cutting back to Jack Palance just being like, get them, get them. <laughs> <laughs> Kill Tango and Cash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I can't stress enough how much I love Jack Palance. He's great. God. He's great. He's fantastic. Oh. And but a uh, redheaded English guy, before they got to this even, I love their whole interrogation of him on that roof when they're trying oh, yeah. to find out uh, who that Perrette guy is. And they do the fucking... Good cop, bad cop thing, mm-hmm. where they fucking, fucking put like a grenade in his mouth, and it's just like it's so blatant. They're doing the good cop, bad cop. It's like, you have your rules. I got mine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about getting information. I just want to. I want to torture this motherfucker. Except they call it bad cop, worse cop. Yeah. <laughs> and then just I so think they could get like a fucking one up on the other guy. I think that was the first high five tease as well. Hmm. They go to high five each other because they're so fucking, like, oh yeah, amazed at their one, quippy one liners. They tease one-liners. that high five so good. They tease it like two or three times until you finally get <laughs> you it. You finally the get end. it, and then they hold it in place where it's like, <laughs> "You're welcome, America. <laughs> We're gonna let this one sink in." And they like smile at each other like a fucking like, <laughs> like a fucking like car commercial. It okay so. Uh, I know Jude emailed in about Tango and Cash is like the best high five put to cinema. Yeah. I would argue that it's an awkward high five because they high five with the same side of their, like, if yeah. I'm high fiving you with my right, you high five me with I'm your not, left. I'm not convinced that they were in the same room during that high five because <laughs> they never actually show their hands linked together. They show them both rear back and they show two hands clasp. And then they go back to showing them individually with their hands up. And smiling. And, and smiling. And on to it for a while. Where I was like, I don't know if they high-fived. Maybe they had a clause where they couldn't touch each other. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Yeah, Stallone has a clause in his contract that he does not need to touch the hand <laughs> of Kurt Russell. Back then the they probably say this. it's too gay. They don't want to do it. <laughs> it was 89. Anything goes back then. Yeah. I was surprised how restrained this was. Like, the only real gay joke they had was when uh, fucking Kurt Russell bends over to get the soap in the shower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> even then, that was not even and all it was that still, bad. Yeah, it was still pretty tame. Yeah. Where it was like, Stone was like, hey, I don't swing that way. Right. He's like, don't flatter yourself. <laughs> right. And then, like, Kurt Russell... Kurt Russell washes his hair in a way where, like, he takes the bar of soap and then, like, irons it over his hair. <laughs> I've never seen that before. <laughs> he doesn't like, do it a lot either. He's got a lot of suds going. He can't no. wash a hair like that. Yeah, he just, he just takes the bar of soap and, like, irons it over his hair while he's under the water. I was like, I mean, I guess that's kind of an inventive way to do it if you don't have shampoo, but I've never seen that before. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the high, the best high five put to film, I would put that with maybe an asterisk cause it's I, still pretty good. Cause it kicks off great. that amazing song at the end. Oh my God. The song at the end is a tremendous, oh, fantastic. It perfectly fits the end God, of the movie. It's so good. Where like the freeze frame and the high five is in the newspaper <laughs> with them. Just, it pans back and it's them still high fiving. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, obviously they defeat the villain at the end. They you find out that they yeah. had Terry Hatcher held captive. Yeah. They blow up redheaded British guy by the balls. <laughs> yeah. so they put a grenade down his pants <laughs> and throw him down a flight yeah. of stairs. <laughs> like I think they put the grenade down his pants and like like, this is for birth control or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh Consider this birth control, and they kick him downstairs, and he blows up. Yep, it's it's pretty great. Ah, oh, it's all so all. good. There's so many like '80s guns in this too. Like the fucking, oh, yeah. the laser sight on fucking Cash's pistol. <laughs> Cash's pistol. It looks like two guns stacked on each other. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like a gun from Predator 2. Uh, that thing kicked <laughs> ass. And he, like, loses it, like, midway through the movie, yeah. I thought. And he gets another one back, because he has that whole thing where, like, he points the gun at Jack Palance or something. Yeah, but that wasn't his... Or no, he points it at, um, red-headed ponytail guy. Yeah, but that wasn't his, like, pistol with a oh, sight. It was, like, okay. a big rifle or whatever. Yeah, that's right. God, those those guns at the end were, like, huge. <laughs> they were, like... They looked like fucking vacuum cleaners or something they're holding. They're huge. <laughs> they, they were fucking massive guns. I uh, love I love at the end when they kill Jack Palance where they're like both stunned about how they found out that he was the real Jack Palance. <laughs> they found out two different ways and like, huh. No shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all come to real it's uh God. I I um asked you how do you how did you watch this because i was trying to find it where i didn't have to pay for it yeah um just in case of like a kind of stunk yeah um but the only way i found it was like if you had like a stars subscription that's on there or rented it like off amazon or whatever yeah i wouldn't even mind it if i had to purchase this movie i bought the blu-ray like the minute it was i was did you buy that combo and i bought that combo pack oh i'm gonna watch a share of that combo pack (laughs) I found there's if you go on Amazon, there's a Blu-ray where you can get Tango and Cash, Over the Top, and Demolition Man for like twelve bucks. A Stallone triple feature. Yeah. My God. I can't wait to watch Over the Top. I've never seen Over the Top. A man that the man that wins over his son's custody by arm wrestling. And he's a trucker. And he's a trucker. <laughs> Perfect. Demolition Man is fucking awesome, too. I've never seen that either. Oh, I've slept on all these You need to hits. watch Demolition Man. God damn it. Wesley Snipes in a blonde, like, flat top. Awesome. And then Stallone wakes up in a future where Taco Bell is the only restaurant. <laughs> oh, my God. I can see that in reality. <laughs> Man, oh, my God. I'm surprised I haven't seen Demolition Man. You will, you will lose your shit over Demolition Man. Okay. All right. They they invent a future where that it's so fucking insane. Oh my god. Just so that they can cuz the whole thing is that fucking uh uh Wesley Snipes is like this synonymous criminal that finds a way to freeze himself. Uh-huh. So he can come back in the future. Right. Or like no, he like cryogenically freezes himself. So then they think that since the only guy that really kept him at bay was Sylvester Stallone that he they cryogenically freeze him so that they can bring him back if this guy ever comes back. So then he comes back in a future where everything is, like, very peaceful and, like, loving. Uh-huh. 
And then, so they bring back Stallone in this future where he's like so like this hard nosed detective that just doesn't give a shit about anything. And they have all these weird future things. Like instead of like using toilet paper, they use three seashells, and he can't figure out how to use them. <laughs> so like, if, like if you why swe- am I not seeing this? Like if you swear in public, like they give you a ticket, so he just keeps swearing, so he can use it as toilet paper. <laughs> God damn it. Dude, Demolition Man is fucking awesome. I need to make an Amazon purchase really quick. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do it for the sh- we'll do it for the show sometime cuz Demolition Man's amazing. Um awesome. So what would you end up grading Tango and Cat? Man, Tango and Cat, it it's fun. Like I would say like if uh 6 Underground was just like a fucking crazy smorgasbord, this movie has like crazy Tourette's. <laughs> where like the minute you kind of like f- start falling into like the groove of it, they just throw in something that's insane where you're like, oh shit, why is there an Asian man in his mirror? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I still had a lot of fun with it, so I'll give it like I'll give it like a good B plus. Yeah. I think this movie is super fun. Like yeah. I get uh, again like why the scores are as low as they are. Yeah. But if you're looking for like a fun action romp that like totally is like super eighties cheese. This is going to tick off all your boxes. Hell yeah. So I would give it an A for being, like, just fucking super fun. Yeah. That's... (laughs) I I didn't expect to like this movie so much. (laughs) I guess the praise was warranted. Yeah. From all those other people. Oh, no. This is good. Like, I... The only reason I gave it a B plus is because I feel like there's other Stallone movies that I've seen in this same vein that get even more crazy and or more like action packed. Like I feel like they do slow down a little bit once they're put in prison. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But Maybe yeah, I'll bump it down to an a minus. Okay. The, Cause the prison stuff does seem to like, yeah, it drags on for a little bit, but yeah. even then they still throw in like really fun, crazy things where like fucking, uh, I think like, uh, I, was, I think it was a like, cash that like wraps up his like cellmate in a fucking slinky. Yeah. Who thinks played by Ron Howard's brother? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that guy. He's like, you know, I killed my best friend. <laughs> oh, you don't say. He just keeps reading the paper. Then he fucking rips the paper out of his hand. He's still got a shred of it, and he's still reading the little shred. <laughs> <laughs> you see him later, and he's tied up in his fucking slinky. It's great. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking... Yeah, this movie's fucking awesome. <laughs> Definitely check it out. For sure. Uh, well, is there anything else you've been into this last week? Uh, well, uh, I watched... Uh, well, I think I have like five minutes left on it, but I've watched the movie The Farewell. Yeah. That Chinese movie with Aquafina, where uh, her grandmother is dying and they decided not to tell her. And it's pretty good. Okay. It's, that's that's about it. It's, it's like interesting because it's like they do a good job of like showing like how Chinese culture and American culture are different and how it's way hard to be someone that came from China that lived in America that's not going back to China where people kind of like take you a certain way. Yep. And especially how they like treat death where like you're like, oh, this must be just like a thing a family does. <clears throat> and then you get there and it's like, no, a lot of Chinese people do this. <laughs> like they just let their let their grandparents believe that they're not going to die until they're like right at the death's door and like, oh yeah, by the way, we knew you were going to die for like three months now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so... 
But yeah, it, it's really interesting. So like, if you're into any kind of that stuff, check it out. All right. Anything else? And uh, I've been watching that new show on HBO, The Outsider. Yeah. With uh, our old pal Bendy Mundy in there. For sure. And uh, Jason Bateman, <clears throat> which uh, it's based on like a Stephen King novel, but it's it's like a series on HBO where it's about a guy that uh, who apparently killed a little boy in the woods, and then uh, once they feel like they have him dead to rights, they find like some footage of him that like at the same exact time that he should have been committing this murder like 70 miles away at some kind of conference right so like the whole movie is like or the whole show is kind of like oh what how the fuck did he do this like how is he in two places at the same time and everything and like jason bateman's perfect for this because he plays like the guy that's accused of the murder and he has that jason bateman has one of those faces where like (laughs) he can look both worried and like like, he wants to tell you to go fuck yourself at the same time. <laughs> so you spend a lot of it being like, shit, did, did he do it? Did he find some way to, like, be at the same place at the same time? Or, like, yeah. convince people that he's at the same place at the same time? And, yeah, it's it's really good so far. And, like, like the first episode, you kind of get that, like, oh, shit, is he, is he guilty? And then the second episode hits, and, like, it starts going downhill. Like characters just start offing themselves mm-hmm. out of nowhere. We're like, where the fuck is going? <laughs> like everyone's dying. So yeah, it's crazy. I would definitely check it out. Mm. Okay. Um. Anything else? And uh. Well, we brought I brought this up before we started recording, but I've been playing. You got me into Hitman, so I've been playing a lot more Hitman. Right. And it is fun as shit. Yeah. We talked about that for like probably twenty minutes yeah. before we started recording. <laughs> I know. I had to rub it. I had to send you a screen screen cap of me kicking just the shit out of your scroll on Marrakesh. My, yeah. <laughs> God, I was very disappointed, and also really wanted to jump back in and play it. But yeah, Hitman's good. Um, I haven't been into too much uh, besides watching like some Disney Plus stuff. Yeah. Um, I kept up on. Uh, I think I'm up to date on watching all that Jeff Goldblum show. I think I'm liking it less and less as it goes on. Really? I need to, I haven't <clears throat> I haven't gotten back into it lately. It feels like he's playing dumb at this point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Chelsea even brought up like I think I liked him more when he was like just a mystery and like aloof. Yeah. And like he would show up on like the red carpet and he'd just be like his awkward self. Yeah. When you get I think too much of him you're like, I think this is an act he's putting on. <laughs> yeah, I think you can kind of see it. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm starting to see the strings of Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. So, anyway, it's... I don't know if I'm going to keep watching that. I don't even know if there's any more of it, but I'm kind of just annoyed with him right now. <laughs> and I hate to say that, because I liked watching him before, but I'm oh, like, no. I can't tell if it's an act that Are he's putting on. Are you and Goldblum on. on a break? And if he isn't putting on an act, I'm like, are you that aloof, then? Like, you don't get how some things work? How do you not have a handler? Yeah, you should have, like, <laughs> some seeing eye dog that's with you at all times or something. You know, he has, like, a wife and three <clears throat> kids. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, and then I also just rewatched Pocahontas. Yeah. Because uh, I haven't seen that in forever because we wanted to watch have Macy watch anything else. <laughs> so we put that on, and I watched most of it. I forgot that uh, Mel Gibson is the voice of John Smith. Oh, yeah. And, um... Christian Bale is also a voice in that. Oh, shit. Uh, 
It's also, like, very offensive, I think. <laughs> like, not so much that, uh... I, I, it's... Um... Some of the things that they say in it, like, John Smith is just like, well, we're here to teach you culture because savages, and they're like... And Pocahontas is like, you're calling me a savage? He's like, well, no, no, you're just, like, uncivilized. We gotta show you how to, like, build buildings and st stuff like that. And I'm just like, this feels very uncomfortable to watch, and this is for children. Like, I, I get they're trying to, like, show, like... Macy, stop watching. Yeah, I, I get, like, the whole scene around that was to show, like, John Smith the way, like, the world works and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I kind of missed, like, parts of it because I was going in and out, but... Yeah. Anyway, I haven't watched it in a while. It's eye-opening watching it. Yeah. Now, as an adult. Oh, God. Watch Peter Pan if you want to... Oh, I have. You want recently. some fucking shit. I have or... recently, too. The I would say that the beginning of Peter Pan, where uh, Mr. Darling is, like, just getting his ass kicked by all the kids' toys in the oh, yeah. up in the nursery, is comedy gold. Oh, dude. It's the best part of... I was legit losing my shit on all of the Captain Hook alligator... <laughs> <laughs> shit too that's like looney tunes style like comedy for sure like this like peter pan would be probably my favorite disney movie it wasn't for all of just the unnecessarily offensive native american, native american shit yeah yeah that part's a bit uncomfortable god damn it <clears throat> um but otherwise the beginning of that where Mr. Darling just, like, keeps tripping over Nana and the dog yeah. and, like, knocking on the blocks over and everyone's like, oh, poor Nana. Yeah, they treat Nana like shit. Nana! <laughs> and just fucking losing his mind. They treat Nana like shit and she always looks so sad. <laughs> I just want to hug Nana the whole time. Ugh. You know what's also gross? That weird syrupy medicine they make all of them take in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what that is. Oh, maybe, maybe it was the coding a... that made him see what the whole movie was. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also, uh, we've also been showing Macy, like, a bunch of, like, Pixar shorts that are all on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. There's some ones on there I haven't ever seen. Some are really good. Yeah. Uh, like, that Bao one is on there. She really likes that Dude, one. Bao kicks ass. That was the one right before, um... God damn it. Inside Out, maybe? Not, a, in, not Inside Out. It was... a. Uh, no, it wasn't before Coco, because, like, that really shitty Frozen one was before Coco, because I got, like, a huge, like, up, uproar. Yeah. Like, what the fuck's this shit? <laughs> oh, what was Bao before? I can't remember. It was some Pixar movie. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, there's that one, and there's a bunch of other ones. Right now, um, I think my favorite one that I've watched is, like, one called Presto. And it's a magician and a rabbit. Yeah. And it's like a freaking Mel Blanc, like, Warner Brothers Looney Tunes cartoon. Oh, like, that's cool. It's my favorite one I think I've seen so far. Yeah. But then there's also ones that, like, uh, there's a Disney Plus original one called Wind, which, like, there's a kid and his grandmother, like, caught in this big fucking pit. And, like, there's no gravity in the pit except for on this, like, small little asteroid that they're living on. Yeah. Yeah. And they're trying to make their way to the surface because they can see, like, light above them to get to, like, the surface. Yeah. And so the whole plan is to, like, build a rocket ship to zip up there or whatever. Yeah. That one is sad as fuck. <laughs> it is, like, seven minutes of 
a very sad story. And I'm like, God damn. These shorts make... It's like the beginning of Up on every single one of yeah. them. There's one called Float that's like supposed to be kind of like an like a allegory for like a kid with autism. Yeah, I've seen that one too. Or that one's like almost like, Jesus. Yeah. That one's <laughs> that one's this kind of the same way. Yeah. Where the dad just flips out. Did you see him? see that one yeah he flips out on the kid yeah then realize you just have the kid be himself yeah it's all, all oh, good my god i know they know how to pull that heartstrings i know man it's not on there but like molly always points out there's like this disney short called feast uh-huh. which is supposed to be like you're supposed to like watch like this couple and like their dog but you see like the dog's eyes were like every time they have a meal like they always give them a little bit of it so like you see, like, the, the development of this relationship through the dog's eyes and how he eats. Uh-huh. And then as, like, their relationship falls apart, like, he eats less and less and becomes more sad. Oh, I've seen that and one. And then, like, Molly's like, I cry every time I watch that. Because <laughs> she loves both dogs and food. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's also some one other thing on Disney Plus I wanted to bring up, but now I've just forgotten what it was. But anyway, yeah been on a lot of disney plus lately well good there you have it uh so that thing is gonna do it jt that's gonna do it so if people want to tango and cash and high five the shit out of you on the internet where can they do so hey they can find me at bucky for everyone on twitter (laughs) also bucky for instagram bucky for on snapchat troy you can find me at troy to the max on twitter you can find us both at review review pod on twitter as well while there Vote for the Tournament of Random Movies. That's right. We got Raiders of the Lost Ark versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The live action one. The I live action I believe we one. should probably point yeah. that out because there's a billion reboots of that yeah. franchise. 1990. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can also find all of our episodes uploaded onto reviewreviewpod.podbean.com. Oh, yeah. As well as a ton of other podcast streaming sites such yes. as... Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, and heck, all of them. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, if you rate and review us there, which you can do right in your app, mm-hmm. that helps other people find the show as well. It does. Uh, if you want to write into the show, you can do so at ReviewReviewPod uh, at gmail.com. Yes. Is that right? Yes. ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. Yes. Yeah, I was right. Yes. For whatever reason, I got lost because yeah. I do do this on autopilot and I don't think. Like uh, you gave me those eyes where I was like, "Is yeah, is he's it? Right. He's right, but is he?" Uh, so that's it. That's right. That's it. So for Monday, it's time to time to catch up with the gang. That's right. Do an old shooting the shit. Real cool in the gang. We'll figure out uh, what's going on. That's right. What what, what what breadcrumbs will we follow to talk about? That's right. Some randomness. That's right. We'll find that on Monday. And then uh, next Thursday, we're diving in to our final stop in Dumb Action January with one that we've brought up on many different occasions. We're talking about Commando. That's right. Commando. I'm very excited because every time we bring up anything Dumb Action, this is like the one you always bring up. Yep. I hope I don't overshoot it and like it makes it you're (laughs) looking for something great and you hate it. But I think it's great. I think it's great. Oh, yeah. I also think this has a, an amazing high five in it, kind of. It's more of like a clasping. Or is that Predator? You son of a bitch. I think That's Predator. Be, I think it might be Predator. Well, either way, Arnold's in it. 
got biceps. It's great. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Shooting Who, from the hip. What more could you ask for? Nothing. Yeah, Absolutely a, a whole nothing. lot of shooting from the hip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's going to be the show. So hey, join us right. for shooting the shit. And then, Commando, that's what you got in the upcoming week. Now, hopefully we can talk a special guest into coming for the Commando. I'm going to work on him. Good. Work him over. Yeah. Be great. But until then, I have been Troy to the Max Extreme. I am JT3K. And we are off. Ah! Yeah! <laughs> High five. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>